Don't you feel like we're sleeping anyway throughout the weekend? Like we're already mm-hmm. exhausted and tired and we're like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just going to go to bed. Just going to go to bed. That's what I did last night. Well, that's what I planned on doing last night. And then I was just up all night. Well, you know, till like 1230. I was going to go to bed like really freaking early. And then I was up all night long, just kind of like screwing around, just like I couldn't come down. Like I told you, that's my dog and his dog toys. So he'll be done with it soon. But um, I couldn't come down because I just had like a crazy couple days, you know. And so it was just it was a lot you know, like when you're so wound up from work and you're just not ready to relax yet, but you want to. <laughs> and with that, having good vibes. <laughs> really like, fucking hard. World. I know. Um, and that's the reason that we come and we do, you know, American Groove is yes. to get away. It's the escape. The escape from the escape. shit. Yeah. This is, uh, yes. And this is American Groove. A Lost in the Groove segment hosted by Dave, Dave Lennon. And Carissa. Woo! <laughs> uh, today we're here for the 100th episode of Lost in the Groove. That's right, everybody. There has been 100 episodes of Lost in the Groove all over the motherfucking internet. So, being that we both are kind of like 90s, we are 90s kids, um... We thought for the 100th episode, we're going to go to our roots. We're going to talk about being kids growing up in two different versions of the 90s. All right. Yeah, we both have different perspectives of the 90s. We both saw it through different eyes. So I thought that was kind of fun. Um, And um, our outfits, we are very 90s-esque today. I got the little earring. You know, I got the, the Woodstock with the the shirt over you know and you got the leopard print going on very 90s i think the leopard print is 90s it's like, so 90s honey you're gonna be like 93 i wear this uh pot leaf necklace for Ooh. every episode of american groove it's like my signature necklace for american groove now uh, I am still like trying. I put my microphone on the other side of my face this time Whoa. to avoid um, shadows. Don't I look? Ooh. Hi, Twixie. Hi, sweet baby. Well, she's yes. here. For, she's so everybody's here. We got Louie, <laughs> we got Twix, we got Carissa, and we got me. So everybody's here. All four people are all here. People. people. All four people, all people are here. Are yeah. here. So um, I wanted to do a 90s episode and David was like, be more specific, Carissa. And I was like, that's the whole point. And he was like, yeah, but you do, girl, you do this to me sometimes. You're just like, you text me and like, I'm like, hey, what do you want to talk about? And then you're like, uh, 90s. I'm like, bruh, <laughs> like, I can't read your mind all the way here on the Northeast. OK, like, you got to give me a little detail over here, like. Nah, it's just the 90s. That is the exact feedback that I got up until this point. I mean, no, we've had conversations about this, but yeah. 
Yeah, I'm sorry about that. But I my whole point was for it to be very broad so that like we have the freedom to just talk about any part of the 90s and just go wherever the conversation goes. So if this feels like it's all over the place, that's because it's supposed to be. That's American (laughs) Groove. We are a stoner, a all out stoner culture podcast and comedy hour. I mean, we, you know, we, we do comedy here. We have a conversation. We have a little bit of fun. We get into the nitty gritty. Sometimes we might be a part of the trends just a bit. Um, oh, we are trendy people. Oh, you know, we are very trendy people, honey, darling. We are the trendy. Uh, I was like, fashion. we're 90s, 90s, 90s trends. I mean, my one friend said that lip smackers was something that she really, really remembers. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. funny because my mom says that lip smackers was like a, you know, like a 60s, 70s thing. And so, like, I think lip smackers, like, makes themselves relevant for, like, each, you know, decade or the whatever. The one thing that I remember out of the 90s more than anything is overalls. <laughs> um, in the UK, they're called dungarees, and I believe in Europe as well. But here in the US, they're called overalls. And as kids that grew up in the 90s, you know, I wore overalls when I was a kid. You probably did too. Yeah. Um, it was just a, a part of um, being a kid at that time. And, and it's funny because overalls was a thing that, like, a person that was building a skyscraper or somebody that did, like, plumbing and heating <laughs> or, like, was a mechanic wore overalls you know it's just for necessity necessity, exactly but we turned it into a fashion trend that's what the 90s and the early 2000s was we just took practical things made it impractical and called it fashion that's hilarious yeah Yeah. overalls are a really good touch if we're talking Ah. about trends from the 90s yes um i remember oshkosh bagosh i had a um I had like a shirt or like overalls that said Oshkosh Bagosh. And everybody wanted, you know, something that said the name Oshkosh Bagosh. And as kids, it was really fun to say. Like we would just say it all the time. We had a trend where we put like printed names on things. It was like very popular to do like the embroidered, like the straps with like a name or like a cloud. What, your own name? Or like, no, a like club the brand, like Oshkosh Bagosh. They used to make oh. these clothes that like had like for the girls, like the glittery little patches and like the hearts on, you know, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, like the well, older. There's the always death. like a there's like a slogan of the company that's yes. like, you know, written on the front yes. of the shirt or like whatever. I mean, that reminds me of like Abercrombie. They'd always have like the moose, you know, and so that was like a whole thing. But it was like if you had the moose. It also reminds me of like, um, oh, I don't know. Ralph Lauren, the, the like alligator the one. Lacoste. Yeah. Lacoste. I, I yeah. Love Lacoste. If you had the alligator on your popped, you know, thing. I had Lacoste shirts when I was a, when I was a kid. It was, the, it was cool. Like you wore yeah. a Lacoste polo. Like it was, it was classy. I think this is more like in the 2000s that I remember that. But, but that's a th- I'm not really sure. But let's tie this in, right? We were talking about how, like, I personally am one of the believers that the 2000s was the 90s. Okay, it it it, it kind of was. You were saying how it like it carried over. Yeah, and I was saying how like a lot of the 80s 
was part of the 90s because a lot of it was, you know, still relevant and would carry over. So we were saying that a lot of the 90s carried over to the 2000s. And like, even though you and I have an age gap and I was born, you know, right at the very beginning of the 90s and you kind of were more, you know, like younger at the very beginning of it. That's how we have two different perspectives and how like, honestly, a lot of the stuff that I remember from the 90s, you're going to remember, too, because they were still going on. They were still around. Um, I don't know if time just like didn't move as quickly or something, but like the one thing that is very similar to our childhoods is the type of media that we were exposed with, because um, as a kid, you know, one of the ways that our ki- our parents would give us education on television at a young age was PBS. PBS was a very important PBS Kids was a very important part. Um, my parents knew what PBS Kids was. We were taught PBS Kids in school. Um, there was a when I was growing up, the internet was new, and because I was raised in a Jewish community, some of the teachers at the time they wanted to implement the new. Um, teachings that were going on. And Mm. it's really, if you look back at the 90s, look, there's a lot of things that we've worked on and we've gotten better at. But the way that we implemented education with kids was completely new in the 90s and the early 2000s. Well, you were talking about media. I yesterday kind of, you know, just like glanced over like my favorite memories from from the 90s. And obviously I come to Nickelodeon. Now, I started watching this little documentary on Nickelodeon, and they talked about how in the early 90s, um, the U.S. government or some type of officials or something like did this kind of like statistic analysis to see, you know, how much of what was on television is violent. And it was seriously like freaking like 75 percent of what's on television is violence. So Nickelodeon was created and pushed and and you know like created into this big thing so that there was things on television that kids could watch that didn't contain violence and i didn't know that like i was like oh wow but i mean it is crazy because it's like you think of all the media companies they want viewership you know so like they're gonna play whatever's flashy enough to get people to view and pay attention so a lot of that in the 90s and in the late 80s was action films, you know? You, yeah. There was a lot of action and violence. We had um, Terminator. I watched I Terminator. Heart. I watched all that shit when Blade I was Runner. like three, four years old. Blade you know, Runner, I saw, Die Hard. Uh, um, yeah, all the Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger sh- movies, all the Stallones, like all that shit. Yeah. And I grew up on action films, you know? And I think a lot of us did. And then it was like, or... You watch Disney Channel, you watch Sesame Street, or you watch Nickelodeon. Now, I kind of don't... Cartoon Net- well, remember, my yeah. generation was Cartoon Network already. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We didn't have that till I was in, like, junior high. That was, but... like the, that was mid to late 90s, I believe, was Cartoon Network. Uh, oh, I miss Cartoon... I miss when Cartoon Network was actually good. Oh, you know, God. yeah, it had a really, really beautiful golden age. Now, did. I didn't, I didn't have television, like, cable... Um, until I was probably in like third grade. So I never really got to watch like all the things, you know, like we just had the basic like 16 channels or like 23 channels or something like that. 
And then all of a sudden we got a cable because we got like secrets told we got a black box so we could like hijack the cable from like somewhere else. Uh, like there was just like a cable line that went through the yard underneath the ground and like you could like figure out how to like get a black box and like stream your own cable into your own house. Now it was kind of sketchy. Like Can it I would like go out every once out? in a while. Anyone that is watching this live and would love to comment, which we would really appreciate. <laughs> uh, name your favorite 90s channel that you watched. I'm actually curious to figure out because mine was Cartoon Network. Um, yours is, is it Disney? No, it's not Disney Channel. Is Nickelodeon? Which I mean, yours? I really, really enjoyed Nickelodeon. There were so many different things on there that I could watch. I had a really good time with Nickelodeon. I know... Um, you know, in NBC was a really big deal. We watched, you know, mm -hmm. Friends, and there was Fox um, had a had like a, you know, like a channel that wasn't just news. Um, we would watch it on Channel Six, and we used to watch X Files. Um, that shit's scary when you're little. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was, goosebump there was goosebumps on television too. Yeah, 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 Goosebumps, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I mean, Nickelodeon was probably the best, like when it first came out. Um, but I mean, I eventually I started watching Cartoon Network, but I, you know, Simpsons was a really big thing too. And I feel like that was on, was on, was it FX? Not Fox. No, it was uh, FX. No, uh, it was on 21st Century. 21st 20, Century FX. 21st Century, I yeah. Which, um, which was owned by Fox. The thing about like, uh, for me, when it comes to the Simpsons is as a kid, you know, um, Family Guy had came out and South Park was also out as well. Yeah, I didn't have South Park till I was in fourth grade. So I remember when it came out. My parents' view of The Simpsons, like many parents that knew my parents, was it was an adult version of a cartoon that we could watch if they were around and they were comfortable. My parents were actually more comfortable with me watching like The Simpsons than watching like, um, you know, uh, Family Guy or... Uh, South Park. Um, oh, yeah, South Park is really vulgar, dude. Really bad. Like, we, yeah. I, we weren't even allowed to say, like, I if I said South Park in my house. You couldn't um, say it. No, actually, this is a true story. In elementary school, if you said South Park in school, in my school, you were given detention. It's just it, a word. I it's know that, but you were not allowed to talk about adult cartoons in my school. It was very strict. So that's actually a really fun memory. That's not a fun memory, but it's a memory I remember about it's South crazy. Park. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That is funny. You're not allowed to say the word South Park. Uh, but getting to your point, I'm sorry. You were saying. No, um, you don't have to. That's what we do. We float all over the place. Yeah, and, like, like a bunch just, of buffoons stoned the freedom, to the bone. The freedom to free your mind and just fucking say whatever's there. And suck on your bong so hard until it feels like a goddamn pacifier when you were five. Oh, I mean, you know, hey, sure. it feels good. Hey. Um, but yeah, I mean, like that's something that like, you know, the conversation kind of turns into is we are we are one of the early generations of the Internet. Um, You know, I grew up in a time where the Internet was new -er. Mm -hmm. And it became more advanced to what it is now. Um, yeah. Our, our am, way, yeah. Go our on. Ways, and the point like I'm trying to get at is our way of being able to consume media 
you know, being able to read things, to be able to watch things was very interactive because for us, how did we watch a movie when we were a kid? We went to Blockbuster or, you know, in our case, we had Hollywood videos. You wanted to buy electronics. You went to an electronics store like Radio you're Shack. You're saying that or, you had to go out and go find it? Is of that course. what like, you're trying to point out? Yeah. You, you know, like the idea of being able to buy things online and have things delivered to you instantaneously was very unheard of for most of my childhood and yours. Like we physically had to go to places. Yeah. And be interactive. I mean, sometimes it sucks because, like, you just don't have what you need, you know? Like, there were times where, like, you just wouldn't have what you need, so you just move on to the next thing that could suffice in its place. Yeah, exactly. You know, you'd go out to the movie store, and you'd be like, I'm going to get the new release tonight. And you get there, and they're all taken. Yeah, You know, that doesn't ever happen with HBO. They're not ever all taken. You know, so like there was no rush to get there. Like, I don't know. So you would move on to just the next movie, you know, like you'd be like, okay, well, that one's not here. I'll get it next weekend. But tonight I'm still going to get something. I'll just get that other movie, you know? So I feel like there was place for, for other things. I don't know. But yeah, you would just like move on. Like if I spent all night looking for green leggings, and there aren't any, I just buy the fucking blue ones, you know, and just move on. Like, but online on Amazon, I order exactly what I want. It comes right to me. Like, I, I never have to mess with anything other than exactly what I want. It's, it's the fact that I, as a 24-year-old um, person that's in my mid-20s and, and you being in your mid-30s, um early we, 30s early, i have not early, hit the sorry, mid yet early 30s sorry we're actually we're both technically early early 20s and I, early i haven't 30s. hit mid we'll we'll call it mid when i've gotten we'll, there. we'll call it mid when it gets there but the point is is that we're trying to get it is our experiences through life have gotten easier being able to adapt and be a part of society and be able to make and create things just like how we're Yo, being able to do this feel, podcast no i don't feel like my life's gotten any easier well Think about it like, it, no, it, well, it has gotten easier with certain things. Like, for example. No, like, I don't think that tex- technology makes things easier. And, you know, like, you don't, maybe I'm you just don't like, think you don't think no. that it's you don't think it's amazing no. that we're able to literally sit down here, have a conversation, have this live. People are able to hear us talking. And- no, I think that that's incredible. But what I think is that. You know, like, unfortunately, like maybe we wouldn't have this, but I do think that. Technology has isolated people. I think oh, technology for sure. I'm not is denying the reason. That. Yeah. Yeah. I think technology is the reason that I don't have anything else going on today. Like, I, I really do. Like, I think people don't get together as much, you know, like whatever. And you can do that. You can get together with people. But like, it's hard to like build that momentum out of nothing. So I just feel like I feel like it isolates people. And I feel like I would be doing something else today, you know, like more actually physically interacting with people, being around people. But because I have the Internet, I'm now doing this and I'm not knocking it. I love this. I need to work with what I have. And so what I have is the new world with the technology. So I'm going to make a podcast. Does that make any sense? Like your interests change. But I wouldn't say that my life is better. 
you know it, i don't know not, so it's i guess it's a way of how you want to view it you know um maybe the word better is not the right word to use but the way Sorry, that I'm I, being a bitch. No, you're, you're, you're doing fine. And this is great. This is a great way of having an open <laughs> conversation about this and really breaking this down to what it is. And it is that being able to freely outspoke, you know, be outspoken, be able to say your opinions, say what's on your mind. Um, <clears throat> I do know, think I, it gives people a beautiful platform to speak up. Like, yes, I, it does. I feel you on that. Yeah. I think also something for us is that um, the the type of environments that we were raised in, the experiences that we had growing up have also allowed us, people like us, you know, people with the, the relation and the understanding of being open towards others. Um, I feel it's a, it's a strength to have as a generation because when you use it towards Especially now, because you're right, things are harder, they are more difficult, they are more isolated. But it's what we're going to do with those things. It's, for example, of what are we going to do? Yeah, this is what I have now, I'm going to work with it kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I understand it. I'm trying to roll this joint right now. You're doing great, honey. I wish that I could get my camera to come down lower so that you could like actually see me, but I don't know. I, well, I'm not, I'm not being fancy. I just have a um a pipe currently that I've been smoking. I need um, to go buy one, but I just I don't have anything like that. So well, I, I I just went to my local smoke shop and I paid like thirty five bucks. Oh, which reminds me, um, we are a weed podcast, so uh, weed for today. Oh, oh, is that so? Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're a weed podcast. What do you have to say about so, it? So um, today is Orlando <laughs> Kush. Uh, this comes straight from Sunburn, uh, which is a dispensary out here in South Florida. They have a location in Fort Lauderdale and West Palm Beach. Um, and Orlando Kush is a indica dominant. It's perfect for lows, um, helps you relax, and is great for a good mood and a good nap. Um, so that is the weed for today because I am very, very, very tense, uh, which Carissa Aww. knows <laughs> I've had a little bit of a hard weekend, um, uh, but I'm happy to be here, you know, doing this nineties edition, um, with you because like, I feel like one of the big crucial parts of our relationship is our childhoods. I mean, the, the world that we grew up around with and, I, you know, like, I actually am kind of thankful that my I was born in 1999. You know, I feel like I'm kind of proud of the age group that I'm a part of because of all the things that I was able to learn throughout my life up until this point. And I feel like I feel like you feel the same way, too. It's like there's yeah. something about the. um Sorry, I'm still tired. It's, it's, I was thinking about how it's different doing the podcast on a Saturday morning. Yes, um, it is. It is. It's like it gives it like a more like, like I have to be like more energetic, like kind of thing. But like, it, you know, I mean, that's fun. I have more energy on a Saturday morning. But at the same time, I'm like, not every Saturday morning is exciting. Sometimes they're what, lazy. Um... 
Do you remember the kind of TV shows that were on on Saturday mornings? It was always like very oh, energetic. Very Saturday energetic. morning cartoons. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we watch Saturday morning ca- cartoons a lot. Animaniacs, Animaniacs yeah. man. Mom and dad watched Animaniacs like crazy. They were <laughs> they were so much fun. They were and so like, much fun. Yeah, they were really, really entertaining. I really like that. Now, that's like, that's WB. That's a lot of WB Warner stuff. Warner Brothers, yeah. Yeah, like Warner Brothers. Santa Barbara. Yeah, no, I believe Warner Brothers, if I I could be wrong, but I think they got like a big setup in Canada right now and they film a whole bunch of stuff up in there and they they mostly focus on like TV shows and stuff like that. But I don't hear Warner Brothers as much as I used to, you know, like growing up, Warner Brothers was the shit. Like we were like, they still are. I mean, Warner Brothers and Sony are one of the largest um, media enterprises besides Disney. Actually, Disney is one of the largest um the thing is yeah, like they bought so much shit something like uh we've talked about this before when kind of the thing about the 90s and the 2000s and this is important to people that are into the media and culture a lot of companies were going bankrupt a lot a lot of companies were going bankrupt disney was on the brink of extinction apple was on the brink of extinction there was a lot of companies that were when's losing that in the early 90s early 90s yeah 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 yeah, yeah. my mom and dad talk about like this like depression that they were like going through like in their own way i'm like what the hell i never heard about this but that's what you're referring to so what happened was there was this boom of where technology started to advance the internet started getting a lot better and they had to figure out different ways of adapting to the times and a lot of new technology started coming out of it and it's really um okay so anyone that's listening to this, and Chris, just think about this for a second. The internet has been around publicly for everyone to use since 1992. Okay? That is about 30 years ago. Okay? Yeah, we didn't use the internet back then. Okay, we're right. Now. You know what about- was weird is there's like no use for it. Like it was-, it was like, well, I didn't have any use for the internet. You know, like I had no reason to use it because like, when did Google come out? 98. Yeah. So like, there's no reason to get on a computer before the shit was designed. You know, like if I don't have AOL and I don't have Amazon and I don't have things to shop on and everybody doesn't already have a website where I can order things from, there's no freaking reason to even be on there. You know, I don't have people to talk to. No one else is on there. Like, you know. It was like the internet's like a useful invention, but what's very useful is everything that's on it. <laughs> it was a struggle to adapt to because the thing is, it was so expensive. Um, it was very expensive. The play, you know, a lot of, we didn't really, this is crazy. Where I grew up, we didn't really have like, dial-up didn't fade out until like 2007, 2008 in my area until they actually started putting in internet polls where people can get actual service. Um, you know, it, it's kind of strange because most people today, like by the time they reach my age or your age in the next like 20 or 30 years, they don't have to give a fuck about any of this. <laughs> they <don't have laughs> I imagine care. they have like their own perspective of it. Probably, like, yeah, probably. Like there's like this new thing that gets invented and they think, you know, like, oh, life before it. Um, I'll say it again. I'm extremely grateful for growing up or having most of my adolescence before the internet. But 
what took place or, or what was in its place was the television, you know? And it's like, everybody still like watches Netflix and like whatever else, but in a world where there wasn't as much internet, everything came from that television. Like it was like the television was like your, your outlet for life. It was like, you know, everything came through it. Um, and and it's just like I learned so much from television. Um, I mean, if we're going to do a 90s episode, I can't bring up the 90s without, you know, Jim Carrey. Yes. Um, I mean, he entertained me constantly. And if we want to talk about entertainers from the 90s, um, I mean, Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, Johnny Robin Williams, Depp. Yeah. Johnny Depp, come on. I mean... I mean, I'll I'll, I'll kick myself for not, you know, saying Morgan all of them. Morgan Freeman. There's a lot of them. It just goes on and on and on. There's a lot of amazing comedians. Amazing, um, yeah. I don't know. I I love a lot of '90s movies, um, like usual. Didn't you say that there's some podcasts that like that's what they do is they review '90s movies? Yeah. So there was one podcast um, I came across. They actually review chronologically movies throughout the years. By genre. What, in order of yeah. the years? Oh, yeah. damn. They're very structured. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love, reviewing yeah, 90s movies. I, I This is like one goal of Lost in the Group. I would love to get a music, not a music, uh, a, a, a movie review podcast. Well, I want to do it. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> should. We definitely um, should be. And, and little surprise bonus, um, American Group is going to have actually our first guest ever uh, next week. We're going to have, have a, a guest. Who's yeah. coming? It's coming from Hawaii. Ooh, so get your pineapple. Like yeah, get your pineapple pizzas ready, honey. Because we're going to have a luau. It's going to be fun. Is that not making assumptions? Or do they really like pineapple pizza? Not every I Hawaiian can't. likes pineapple pizza. No, I don't like pineapple pizza, but it was the first thing that popped in my head. So if you want to call that cultural appropriation, go right, honey. But that is literally the first thing that came into my head. But um, I'm just teasing you. I think it's yeah, cute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, we, we I, I rolled like references. the fattest. Ooh, look at that. Ooh, yeah. that looks good. Good for you. I know. I'm going to like pass out again. Like last episode, I was like, what's that? <laughs> Last episode, I mean, I was um, uh, was sick with, um, you know, I'm not going to say it was just viral infection. And <laughs> I, I'm still recovering. Like me and Chris have been talking about this. Like I unfortunately have to use an inhaler because I have a hard time breathing, even though I'm smoking. And I know this is not <laughs> helping me in any shape or form. It helps in a way. It helps it in a way. It helps in a way. Didn't it you help say marijuana helps with cancer? I'm like, it's gotta yeah. help with everything. Oh my god! If it helps with cancer. Yeah, we 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 definitely we we got these. These are things that we got to talk about, like the the cancer <laughs> research with cannabis. I'd love to bring also somebody on and have like a real conversation about this. Um, yeah, it'd be cool to bring on some like cannabis specialists. Uh, talk to some people about like specific things, you know. Yeah, be able to um get into it more because the thing like you know like I'm not the thing about us is that even though we we our whole thing is stoner culture because we are stoners and um it's a you know it's, a, it's kind of a part of our life um there are other uh avenues within it uh the research that's been done and 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 and, and um different um articles that have been posted about different things that it can help with 
it's just amazing. It's just incredible the amount of research and time that people have put in to learn more about this. Um, I don't know. I think it would be just really incredible to have that conversation with that person. Yeah. Well, it's an extremely huge growing, rapidly growing industry. Oh, of course. It's yeah. Fucking crazy. I don't even touch on what is going on out there when it comes to cannabis. I mean, some people, they have a lot going on, you know, they own cannabis empires, you know, they're making like an entire fortune, a whole brand, you know, I mean, everybody's got brands going, but I'm saying like, you know, enterprise hitting all kinds of different avenues. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, is that um, it's important to be able to view your perspective and your creative character and see what you can make of it. The thing about cannabis is because it's a compound and it's a plant and it has a lot of different properties, there's a lot of things that you can learn when it comes to alternative healing. One of the important parts of Lost in the Groove that I did early, that we did with Mike Corlin when he was on the um, on the show, is break this down because the you know I'm not coming here as a scientist and saying that weed is the next messiah. You know that this is the next con- you know conquest of human civilization to a utopia. No, there are plenty of problems when it comes to cannabis. There are problems with people that have uh, that are schizophrenic, that have mental disorders, that can make things worse. There's problems with cannabis that can affect certain parts of people's brains or body functions. That's not for everybody. It's not you know, for everybody. To each no. their own. Exactly. When I was watching the Joe Rogan podcast, they touched on that, you know, like how like people had just like extreme fucking breakdowns because mm-hmm. of marijuana. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, okay, I believe you. That you're, I'm not going to give you shit, you know, but I will say I have never, I'm 34 years old. I've never witnessed anybody have a breakdown because of marijuana. I've witnessed people have a breakdown while they were on marijuana. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I'm sorry. That's just, I'm saying, yes, it could be possible. And I'm not going to like knock anybody's personal experiences, but like, do we know that it was the marijuana's fault or was that person going to have a breakdown either way? And the marijuana brought I, it to I the don't surface. Think, like, I, I don't think it's about the person <laughs> having the breakdown or not. I, I think it's Ridiculous. about, I think it's about the glorification and the lack of looking at pros and cons, because the thing is when we are having this conversation right now, okay, where we're talking about things that have happened in the past, like our childhood, growing up in the 90s and the 2000s. Our experiences of those times had their pros. They had their happy moments, those fun times we had with our families, the things that we didn't have, but it also had its cons. It had its flaws and problems with our safety, mm-hmm. our protection, our rights. You know, there were a lot of issues that, that went on when we were when we were growing up. Well, I think, um, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is like, I didn't have any choice, you know, as a kid, all the, all the things are decided for you, what, what you're exposed to, what people show you, what was popular, what was on the TV. I'm freaking, you know, zero to 10 years old throughout the nineties. And like, I didn't have any choice. Now I'm an adult 
I choose what I watch, you know, all these different things. And if I had kids, it's my choice to, you know, decide what they're exposed to, whatnot. You know, different things are going to be popular. You handle, you figure out how you want to deal with it. And so, I mean, those are my first personal thoughts when I think about what you're saying is like, I didn't have any choice back then. And just whatever was on the TV and whatever was popular was what I was going to see. Because like, I mean, I'm grateful for my parents and the way that they raised me, but they, and I, and I, I'm grateful for that. They didn't, they didn't monitor what I did. Like we got to watch whatever we wanted. Like, I mean, they didn't like show me like terrible stuff, but like, you know, I mean, like they didn't over monitor me and make sure that like, I wasn't exposed to things. Like I just grew up in the fucking times. Like I saw all of it as it was happening and I don't know. I mean, yeah, I feel like it could kind of have an effect on me, but like, I like the, I like the way I turned out. Like I like how much of our American culture in the nineties, like I absorbed and know about, I was very aware. I knew it was going on in the world. Um, as compared to now, I don't listen to the news at all ever. Um, I most people sometimes don't, most people don't anymore either. So you're not alone. Yeah. I, the news back then was different. It was like just part of things, but it wasn't like this overarching, like the world's going to fall apart kind of thing. I, I wanted to, um, you know, touch on uh, Bill Clinton and uh, oh the, the first Bush and say that I remember when other people were president. Uh, Bill Clinton time. That time in the 90s, I feel like everybody kind of lived in this like whoopee illusion, you know, like everybody like got out of college, got the job that they went for. You know, if you didn't go to college, you could still get a good job. The economy was all right. People could afford houses. So there's this time in the 90s where like you could just everything worked. It was really freaking weird. This is important. And it carried on into like about like 2002. And then it was like, boom, it was gone. Like, yeah, I heard I heard this firsthand. Um. Somebody I knew out in L.A., he was telling me, like, you know, he grew up in the 90s, like he was a teenager in the 90s. And he said that he said, man, he says, I got out of high school. He says, I worked minimum wage. He's like, I worked in big lots, you know, like some kind of shit. And he's like, bro, my first car, it was it was seven hundred dollars. It was a 1967 like Dodge something. And I was like. He's like, yeah, it was shit, bro. Like it cost me $13 a week to fill up. And I was like, so yeah. how much was your apartment? He's like, it was $75. I'm like, where did you? <laughs> and he was like, well, I lived in New York City. And I'm like, what? What did you just yeah. say? And it just, it's true. That like that, I, that was kind of cool and really good, well-timed. Um, well, I guess New York City was really different too. You yeah, know, like, it was a different you- time. <laughs> I don't know. See, I've never even been to New York at all, let alone back then. We're going to do a New York special with Carissa one day. (laughs) Everything we watched was like New York, you know, like Friends is in New York and Sesame Street had like a New York feeling. There was a lot of like Chicago references at the time, like and the Chicago Bulls were a big deal in the very early 90s. You had all that Michael Jordan stuff. Fucking Every single person liked Michael Jordan. Like everybody, they all liked Michael Jordan. I mean, it was just like 
Michael Jordan. And everybody loved to watch him play. I mean, there was like a time even, he, even I would be like, whoa. whoa. There, was a, there was a time that OJ Simpson was on the other side. <laughs> that was a reality Simpson. until 94. Huh? Uh, yeah. OJ Simpson. I love that OJ Simpson came up organically in conversation. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, don't always... even, I don't even plan that one. Mm-mm. We got to throw in some tea, honey. I was going to say there's no way to like touch on like all the things that you would want to touch on on a 90s special. And there were things that I deliberately don't want to touch on, like things that were like really heavy. Like I was like, mm, yeah. I'm gonna talk about that. Some people in royal families that, you know. Mm. I watched the first episode of The Crown. Mm. OK, and. That's it. I, I Okay, I so was it the first episode? My friend was like, I'm watching The Crown so that I can watch. And I was like, mm. Mm-hmm. So they I remember when love that this. happened. You're going to love this. They chose the lady that plays um, the pink pom-pom from Harry Potter, that crazy uh, Professor Umbridge, that, that in psycho lady from, from Harry Potter. She, the, the actress that played her, that character, plays... The queen I, it, it's she, weird oh yeah she's the same one i believe she's the same one that was in the favorite do you know her name I don't. i've seen her she's a really good actress she won like the academy award for acting or best supporting actress like a couple years ago i can't believe we're going to talk about her we don't know her name but no we're um well let's let me let's go ahead and search this up give me one sec but google okay. right here when princess diana passed away was murdered she um do you want to talk about this i was at my friend's house all right we're talking uh, about okay it. now here this is another thing that i definitely wanted to say is that spice girls were the biggest shit in the world everybody oh, loved the spice girls i love how we went from the crown and the royal family well this is britain Sp- oh okay, okay. all right you all know? right all right I'm, so, I'm going with you honey yeah it's uk stuff okay so like spice girls were huge and everybody was still pretty obsessed with the united kingdom like and and britain and stuff and think about it like in the 60s and the 70s they were all like that's what the united amelda states Stalton. i think amelda her name Stalton. amelda Stalton. amelda i think it's pronounced amelda okay let me <laughs> let me share the screen and i believe i can do this uh i'm sorry for anyone that is on instagram but I do not know how to share on there. So you're just going to have to believe us that we're not lying to you. We're mm-hmm. definitely not lying. We prop. No, we're definitely not lying. Are we lying? No, we're not lying. I'm just saying that a lot Are of we? trends would come from the UK. And so people were crazy about the Spice Girls and people loved Princess Diana. And I, I feel like I was maybe like five or six years old and I was at my friend's mom's house. And it was on the television that Princess Diana had died. Um, I almost feel like there was a moment where they said she was in a car accident, but they had they had not announced that her heart had stopped beating was what. You know, like they just didn't. Oh, this is a totally different woman than the woman that I was talking about. Which one you were talking? Oh, you said the favorite. Yeah, the favorite. I thought that she played the queen, Um, but that might have been like a different season oh okay. olivia oh olivia coleman olivia coleman olivia i thought that she, did she didn't she play a queen well, yeah she, she was on season, the crown 
Right, but she was on the previous season, honey. They change the queen every season or something like that. I don't know why. Well, because they're going through the different decades of the queen's privacy in the royal Buckingham Palace. Yeah, but like, why would the queen be older? Well, because in each season she ages by 10 years. What are they doing? Flashbacks of when Diana passed away? Well, they did. um, They did. They did like the coronation. So like the first season. So the queen would be younger. This is so off topic, but I love where this is going. Um, The queen would be younger. I'm so confused. No. Well, the first season had Claire Foy. Uh, She played when the queen was coronated in the 50s and then throughout the 60s. And then they brought on Olivia Coleman play the queen in the 70s, I think late 60s and 70s. Um, They had different actresses play the queen as she aged throughout the decades. Yeah, but I'm just saying that like this actress that they hired looks like she's even older than Olivia Coleman, which doesn't make sense because the queen wasn't that old yet when when Princess Diana passed. I don't think that old. I I don't think necessarily there may I don't know what their practice of of which actors and actresses they're picking to play uh the cast, but I would assume that they're doing this for they don't care. I don't know. I never think that their actresses actually look like Princess Diana. I watched the um Kristen Stewart movie. The thing is, we we have the technology to deepfake at this point. I hate that shit. I know that. That's the point. Like, people don't like it. So it's weird. I mean, it would be really cool to actually see a a, a more realistic portrayal of Diana, but maybe that would be more harder to watch. It might have been harder to watch. (laughs) That is terrible when you think about it. Like, oh, I mean, yeah, it was really, really hard to watch. you know, in Star Wars, they brought back uh, Princess Leia, blanking out her name. Um, and it was, like, really um, hard Fisher. to watch. Yeah, it was really hard to watch Carrie Fisher. Like, and it was. Like, it just, like, it made me want to cry, you know? So, I mean, I guess if you want to cry and, like, see people that you remember, could be really good. I don't know. Wow, the one is, time this is so happy. I love this conversation. If we're going to talk about you know doing that there was this one time that they had tupac show up at um coachella i believe you know okay we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fact check this because i don't know tupac and (gasps) coachella is it was a i believe it was a hologram of tupac maybe it was somebody else but i mean that's very 90s to me but then it was like later on that they did it a holo- okay, a holographic image of Tupac Shakur. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Is seen performing during day three of the 2012 Coachella Valley Music and Arts yeah. Festival at the Empire Polo Field on April 15th of 2012. Uh huh. It happened. In Indio, California. But it was a hologram. Do you want to? If there's a little bit of a clip, do you want to see a little bit of the clip? Ooh. Yeah. Everybody talked about it. They were like, Tupac was there. They did a freaking hologram of Tupac. And it was like, you know, they recreated Tupac at the... So that he could perform. And people were really, like, impressed. 
Wow. You can't see. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, wow. Oh, it, whoa. It's kind of nope. weird, isn't it? Like, how it do they do that? It is kind of weird. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so on Instagram, if you can't see this, we're watching Damn. the Tupac hologram. And he, I mean, he looks pretty there. Like, his abs are ripped. He's, like, hyping the crowd. Like, so he's, like, trying to interact with the people. You're probably going to have those people that are going to be like, that is actually Tupac. They, like, made it look like it was <laughs> a hologram. You have those it's creatures. really cool. It looks like he looks like he's walking around the stage. He's, like, he's moving forward and back. You know, like, it's got depth to it. It's a really good hologram, don't you yeah, think? Yeah, well, they did the same. They did the same thing with Michael Jackson. Uh, <laughs> oh I don't know. They, they, there's this. Oh, like, they did a Michael Jackson hologram. When yes, did they, they do did. that? And for uh, what? I don't know. They did it a couple of years ago. They, they did like a Michael Jackson concert, but it was not. It was just a hologram. It's crazy. I wonder if he had anything to do with that, or if that's all just you know made they, up after they, he died. They started doing like I heard they also did a John Lennon concert oh, he wouldn't like that i don't think i don't think that either but like, like fuck just, you guys let me I be hope, dead i hope somebody <laughs> took the tape and brought it to david chapman's room and was like hey buddy you didn't really kill him he's like ah. <laughs> that went dark real quick but uh <laughs> we're we, we is that we, guy we, still alive in a jail cell somewhere unfortunately i don't know why nobody hasn't Are stabbed him yet. real yeah Oh my gosh, I just, it's crazy to me that he's like alive in a jail cell somewhere. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it did go dark. Yeah, this went real dark. We need to like <laughs> turn this bus around. So we're going to go beep, beep. Yeah, we were like, beep, beep, beep. we're, like, we're like, not going to go dark. We're not going to go dark this episode. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to turn the bus around. The bus is turning, it's turning in the other direction. When uh, I think of the 90s, like, yeah, there were a lot of, like, wild colors and, like, fun shit and stuff. But honestly, what comes to mind is, like, a tan beige. Like, just, like, a very, like, bland. Like, I honestly feel like a lot of people wore, like, really, really bland colors. Like, earthy colors. Everything was kind of, like, norm core to me. At least that's how I feel about it. And... I feel like the 90s did have a lot of darkness and that it was like really covered up with this normcore blandness. I feel like maybe people weren't as expressive or something or people were tired or people were like more comfy. So they were complacent. I am not sure what was going on in the 90s, but it had this like kind of like subdued feeling. I don't know what it is. It's like a, a beige, a tan. It's a beige. A brown. I don't know. I wanted to do a shout out to one of my favorite 90s movies, though, which is Empire Records. Um, mm -hmm. I had been thinking about it a lot this past couple weeks, and I just really, really love it. I forgot how great it is, and I wish that someone would make a movie that good again. Um, well, shout out to <clears throat> two movies that changed my childhood. Uh, one that came out when I was a kid and the other one that came out in the 90s when I was not alive yet. Um, that would be Mrs. Doubtfire and Aww. Monsters Incorporated. That was my movie as a kid was Monsters, Inc. Um, 
Oh, when the, did Monsters, Inc. come out? 2001 or 2002. Okay, so that's not 90s. No, but I, I that's why I said. I said one movie that actually came out in the 90s and one that came out when I was a kid. That's why I said yeah. two. You know, you, you did one because you had one when you were growing up in the 90s. But for me, because I grew up in the 2000s, I had to choose like two because, you know... <laughs> This, I gave a very complicated answer. I could have no, given this very cool. short, but yeah. I watched um, Monsters, Inc. coming down from acid one time, and it Damn. was like, like a brand new experience. Whoa. And I was like, holy fuck. I was like, this this movie is great. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> it is a really great, it is a really great <laughs> movie. Um, I, I think we, we could wrap it up. <laughs> but then we should just, we should just, Take our surfboards. That was the '90s episode. Okay, so yeah. what's next? What's on the plate for next week? So, um, let's first off say congratulations. Okay, we have did our 100th episode of Lost in the Groove. Uh, thank you so much for everyone that has been here um, up until this point. Okay, this is two years in the making. Two years. Congratulations on your 90th episode, David. Well, a hundredth, not ninety. Hundredth. Oh my yeah, god, 100. I'm sorry. I suck. I'm like. No, a you're stoner. amazing. We're stoned, honey. We don't know numbers. We're not supposed to know numbers. Congratulations on your hundredth episode, yes. David. Yes. And to clarify, it is the hundredth episode, and the episode title is '90s Edition. Um, be sure to <laughs> check out. Be sure to check out the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Lost in the Groove Pod. Um, also check out Garissa. Um, she is a makeup artist and a fully licensed esthetician and creator and maker and pug lover um, at Carissa the Beautiful on Instagram. So thank you so much for everybody being here. Um, Carissa, do you want to share a little bit about what's going on next week? And then we'll let everybody buddy go. Um, oh, my God. You know more about what's going on next well, week. We have our guests from Hawaii. Yes. Is what you said. Yes. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned. Um, well, I'm going to talk back and forth with Frissa when we get any updates. That's when the episode will be going out. We will let you know. So thank you everybody for being here. We love you. Thank you. Stay Bye. safe.